into that camera yeah. right there. Yes. And on three, say cheese. One, two, three, cheese. cheese. So good morning. Good morning. morning. I'm Mike Parker. <laughs> and I'm Lance. And I'm Mike. And we are just these guys, you know. Hey guys. We are just three guys, three you know. Guys. We're yeah. just three guys today. Welcome, Ryan. The three hey. amigos. Yeah. 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 I guess so, so for you and I went I went by Bible study POS in line and resident line and resident of Seth in the Bible study. He does a Bible study through his church F U M C R. Yeah. Awesome. Wanted to share that with you. Well, cool. And yeah. This morning you wanted to do Bible study, right? Yeah. I went here behind and feel talking about Cyrus. Your dad gave me a, a deal that you put together that connects heaven with Star Wars. It was super cool. Remember that PowerPoint you did? Yeah. 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 You right. aligned the Star Wars uh, story yeah. with. With Jesus in heaven and yeah, yeah, Jesus and and this isn't and 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 why you want to give me Zion? And name's Luke. Luke, Luke Skywalker. Yes, Luke Skywalker. Always wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Well, how's you been, Mike? I have been. Man, I'm having a good summer. Are you having a really good summer? Yeah, enjoying. Well, there's so many things about the summer that are good. The weather's been amazing. Had great rains. You know, it hasn't been too hot. That's coming, I'm sure. But, man, I've had some good lake trips. We've had some good Sundays. It's just been a great summer. I'm glad to hear it. I'm enjoying it. I am glad to hear it. How about you? We've had a great summer so far. We've been working and swimming and... Uh, doing all sorts of things. It's a good time to be. Created a new PowerPoint. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All two years in who I am. All two years of who I am. Wow. He, he, I don't know where he comes up with these things. <laughs> all two years? You're, so you, the the last two years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's in, he's in Quest Point online. He's teaching me... Every day. That's awesome. He wants to do his own crash course class <laughs> online. So he's been doing PowerPoints. Nice. To teach crash course. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. FC and online. I got boys and us and girls and us together. That would be that would be awesome to do FUMCR online with boys and girls. Absolutely. Maybe one day the dream comes true. Yeah, he's coming again, Oz. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I got, I got, I got. Pastor' name is 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 Allison, Allison Jean. Allison Jean. He's an MCR. Ah. F U M C R. One of the pastors. Yeah, the news ain't you. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Mike, um, we were privileged to be bestowed some wisdom from Paul Atwater. He, uh, he's shared this with us a number of times, and mm-hmm. he sent us the 
the actual fully written out <laughs> bit of decision making wisdom. Yeah. And uh, thought we could talk about that this morning. And I know you have it on your phone. Mm -hmm. If you wouldn't mind sharing it with our audience. Yeah. So kind of in the direction this morning or today of uh, how's your summer going? You asked me that question. Sure. Well, uh, so much of it starts right here. Starts with, well, where we've, where we've been lately, which is changing the way we think. Yes. Uh, controlling what we can control. Stop trying to control what we don't. Correct. And it helps you to make better decisions. It does. And so Mr. Paul Atwater uh, sent us this, uh, a few thoughts on making good decisions by Paul Atwater. And he says this. He says, it is important to make good decisions. Isn't that the truth? I would agree. <laughs> and how many of us? I would us, agree. I can't yes. believe how many years I've spent. Now, here we go. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> well, I'm going to live in the now. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but those who do not remember their history are destined to repeat well, it. Well, it's true. So if we look back and, and see how we were making decisions. Sure that <laughs> we're like, dang, man, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, what was I thinking? Man, for and, so And long. that's the key. You hear that all the time. What was I thinking? Mm, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> and that's that's where we go dig into is not the yeah. decision, but what was I thinking that sure. led to the <laughs> yeah, decision. That's, that's true. But never really fully processed that. Right. And <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. But he says it's important to make good decisions. And we can start, Ryan, with why we make bad decisions. So that's actually really good. Now, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't say that that's a bad thing. Well, I would say it's, it's, I, this is fantastic. And I, he's, he's mentioned it to me a number of times and, and, uh, I think it explains when people are making bad decisions. Mm -hmm. The fundamentals would have him go one further, one step further and flip over how to make good decisions. But I think once you hear how we make bad decisions, then it starts to become obvious yeah. how to make good decisions. But go yeah, ahead. Absolutely. So it says we make bad decisions when, number one, they are urgent so we're making urgent decisions. Number two, they are emotional. I've never done that. <laughs> and number three, they are under the influence. Now, what does that mean? And he goes on to say this. And under the influence isn't about what we eat, drink, or smoke. It is about who we surround ourselves with or how we let media yeah, that's a big yeah. media and social media influence our thoughts and feelings. Boom. That is powerful. That's good. Yeah, yes. What are we letting in? What are we surrounding yeah. ourselves with? And the thing is, we completely control it. Yeah. I saw you in the hero coming summer. Day, 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 Heroes Academy Day program. You know, I, and the kids, and the group, and the, and the year. Yeah, the kids and the group. 
and yeah. they surround you with good people. They help pump. That help. Huh. I went. I went. I went to the ice and and bowling. I remember when I was three days morning. So you go bowling. Bowling. Yeah. And you do meals on Meal, wheels. Oh yeah. Off me. That's so cool. And he works out. Yeah. At the gym. Gym and I'm a gym and the dad of Amy Moore's. Right. He goes with the family Moore's to go wow. to the gym to work out. And so he's under the influence right. yes. of healthy people who have his best interest in mind. We make decisions. We make bad decisions when we're making them urgently, when things are urgent. Yeah. And that's that's worry, that's fear, that's anger, not, not anger, but um, mainly worry and fear. We feel we got to make a decision right now. We got to. Mm-hmm. Fundamental yep. number two, there's pressure, stress right. to get something done. We're worried about what's going to happen next. Yeah. The uh, number of urgent decisions is is pretty startling when you really sit back and consider uh, how we live life uh, under the what's it called the tyranny of the urgent <laughs> uh, when it it doesn't have to be that way panic mm-hmm. fear yeah. <laughs> we, we, oh my god yeah <laughs> gotta make a decision well and i think a lot of that comes from how incredibly powerful the element of denial is in our lives where we will we will avoid sure we just deny that it's even an issue i'll deal with that later i'll you know and, and all of a sudden here it is this is time to make a decision right we 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 Something comes up, and I don't know if you ever did this, but back in the day when I was extremely poor, yeah, and, yeah, and I get the the light bill. Yep. <sighs> I put it in the desk drawer. Sure. <laughs> Close the desk drawer. <sighs> yep. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. And yep. If I don't see it. Yep. And eventually that drawer starts to, you know, push Pile itself up. open. <laughs> can't, <laughs> yep. can't shove anything more in into it. And yep. Yeah. Suddenly things become urgent. Yeah, I used to roll over in the morning, and I would look at my alarm clock, not to see what time it was, but to see if it was on, because that meant that the electricity hadn't been shut off yet. Yeah. <laughs> and they could do that, you know, they'd get, of course, I'm in bed at noon, <laughs> and, and, and so they could have, and they would usually come in the mornings and shut it off. Sure. They would knock on the door first. Right. And, and ask you to pay your bill. Right. And, you know, because it was all still in person. Yeah. And so I would ignore the knock. <laughs> still in my, deep in my denial. And then uh, wake up later on to look and see if it was still on. And if it was, then if it was still on, I'd hit the snooze button. Because <laughs> I'm still, yeah, it was just, it was a way of life. It was an unfortunate, uh, it was a decades-long series of bad decisions and you know we're we're just a couple of guys right yep i'm right there with you yeah Uh, it wasn't you know that long ago that that i was making bad financial decisions and sure out of urgency right um just 
you know, the, before these four fundamentals really started to kind of coagulate and come together and, and kind of become a way of, you know, connecting with God and figuring out his will and walking that path instead of walking my path. It was, a, it was an urgency every single day right. to, you know, make more money and to pay more bills and to make more money and to pay more bills. Yeah. And the, uh, the crazy thing of it is, is, is that when you make urgent decisions, they're pretty much all going to be emotional you know, so these all just they just fit together. Sure. Number two. Yeah. When we make decisions based on emotions, we're making bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. How many um, relationships, would you say relationships in general, would, would still be going but have broken down but would still be going strong if we just didn't make decisions in emotional moments? Oh, yeah. And, and it's... I'd be out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing near the, the number of meetings with folks that are just living in a urgent scenario. Oh yeah. The emotional and, you know, anger. Right. And you know, we're angry at somebody. So we make a decision in that moment. Yeah. We're, we're hurt. We make a decision in that moment. Hmm. And, and it, th those things tend to snowball. Yeah. And if you think about it, our days are basically filled going from one decision to the next. If I was to think about how many decisions I've made today and it's not even eight o'clock. Right. It, it, it's what it's how our lives go. And so it's critical that we make good decisions. Yeah. And but we do this almost robotically. And, and we do it with a default. We're defaulted to bad decisions if that's the pattern that we have established and, and just continue to live in. But it can change. It can be different. And so that's what excites me about this whole idea of changing the way you think. And decisions are obviously a huge part of it. And so this is this essentially is thinking you got to think through your decisions right but how many of us don't think through decisions when we when we make decisions and that are urgent when we make decisions that are emotional we're probably going to do things we regret or or at, at the very least not see the better option yes and the thing is we all sit here and we go i know this i i know this and that yet review. Well, how are you doing? Well, the, the, we know these things, and then when the emotions hit, when the fear hits, when the anger hits, mm -hmm. we start making those fight or flight decisions to run away, to avoid the bill, to to yell at somebody. Yeah. And, and you know we're doing it urgently. We're doing it. I almost caught it. <laughs> doing it urgently. We're doing it emotionally. And we're doing it. Many times under the influence. So that under the influence can go way even beyond media and social media and, and the people that you have around you. Literally, it's everything. Right. What, what, what are you under the influence of? And so that's a lot of times on a Sunday, I'll take the opportunity to say, you know, you don't have to live under your circumstances. You can live above your circumstances when your focus is on the hope that you have 
the life that you can have every opportunity that is there when you when you live in the in the power of Christ and you change the way you think it's it's all it's just so good it's all and it's all right there sure and yet i still have people who when you even begin to mention the opportunity to make uh, and i'm not trying to be hypocritical i've got areas that i struggle in but you you tell them that it can be better they still it, it really truly is it's almost like misery just is is a part of life and i i things can't change i'm not going to be able to do this and it's one of the things it's that unfortunate un, under the influence one of the things that we we don't recognize how much we are influenced by what's going on around us mm-hmm you know, what is success? What is fun? What is enjoyable? How do we have those things? I had a, a buddy years ago, um, call me, uh, with a, uh, a philosophical question because he, had, he explained that he and his, uh, wife, uh, and these are well-to-do people, mm. um, had taken their, I'm, shading some of this because the audience doesn't know him right so he and his wife took their hundred thousand dollar car and drove down to dallas to stay in a 500 hundred dollar night hotel and to have dinner and to do shopping and to go to the theater and um, just you know try to have a, a fun weekend and on the way back uh, there's that turnout sign that says scenic Scenic turnout, Turner Falls. Mm, mm-hmm. And he said he's driven that route, you know, a million times, and he's always wondered what this Turner Falls thing is. And so he says to his wife, you know, it's early, you know, why don't we go check it out, see what this is. And he pulled off the road, went over to this Turner Falls thing, which I have not been to. I know exactly what he's talking about. I've never been there myself. Yep. But he said he rolls up. Now, keep in mind... And he's explaining this to me. He's probably just spent three or four thousand dollars this weekend. Sure. With his, you know, hundred thousand dollar car, his ten thousand dollars worth of clothing and jewelry he and his wife are wearing. And they pull over to this Turner Falls and he says to me, Lance, these people were in cutoff denim shorts that used to be jeans and they they were sitting on white buckets um, from the back of their station wagon and pickup and they had sandwiches that they packed in a bread bag and they looked happy. <laughs> How could that be possible? <laughs> that was the deal. He said, they, they looked happy. How is that possible? Uh. How do you explain that to somebody that, you know, and that's why they went, you know, to Dallas for the weekend was to find happiness, to go have fun. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, spent, they, they bought the car that the society says you buy when you're rich. They bought the clothes that are said to impress other people. They had the jewelry to, to look blingy. They went to the best hotels and the, the finest restaurants and did the shopping to, to find happiness. Yeah. But he did not know he was not happy until he actually saw 
true happiness. Mm -hmm. And that true happiness did not come from dollar bills. Nope. And, and it just, it blew his mind so much that he called and he asked another person that question. Yeah. <laughs> he, asked, he asked that question out loud. He said the quiet part out loud. Mm -hmm. Are they really happy? <laughs> they, they have nothing. Yeah. Uh, materially. Right. How can they be happy? Mm. And so he's under the influence of a broader world, a broader society. This is how you're supposed to live. These are the cars you're supposed to drive. This is how you're supposed to enjoy your weekend he's he that's what's influencing him is his image of what true happiness is and how to live life and so yeah under the influences you know yeah i could be drunk make bad decisions i could be stoned to make bad decisions paul took it one step further and said the people in your arena you know the people who are talking to you the people who are chirping in your ear right you may you may not you <clears throat> Lance in the back in the day may have made a, a silent decision, but I'm going to go out tonight, but I'm not going to drink. <laughs> and when I get to the bar and order a water, everybody would unload on me. What are you doing? Drinking water here. Let me get you a beer. You're like, no, no. no. And within you know 10 minutes, I'm influenced. Sure. Into drinking. I was one of the people given the, the water drinker <laughs> crap. I, I used to do that to a buddy of mine named Tom. I'm, I've never spoken about Tom, and we're going to do it here publicly for a second. Okay. <laughs> but Tom actually had a good brain in his head. <laughs> <laughs> he was a had. good had, well, he was a good guy, mm -hmm. and he had the unfortunate um, encounter of, of hanging out with me and Chris yeah. and um, being stationed with us, and we would, you know, get dressed and get our hair combed and, and Tom, Tom, let's go. And Tom would say, no, I'm staying in tonight. I'm trying to save money. No, I, I want to, I want to stay in tonight. And we'd push him and push him. Tom. <laughs> Under the influence. This could be the best night of your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to miss out. We'd sing to him, you know, mm -hmm. you lost the love. Mm -hmm. And Tom would just, oh, he'd. He resist us so mightily, but we would just keep up the pressure. And I don't know why it mattered to us mm -hmm. to not leave the man alone and let him make good decisions. Peer pressure. Misery loves company. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're... And again, to, to just echo what you said earlier, <clears throat> sometimes the best way to move forward is to to look back for a minute and make sure that you don't repeat what you did in the past. Um, yeah, this whole idea of making better decisions is, it's, it's a, just a huge thing. But again, what's important is to, that's almost like have a conversation with somebody about it. Don't just listen to this and keep it to yourself, but find somebody that you trust and say, you know what, I heard about this. Maybe this is a way to introduce somebody else to the podcast. Sure. But you have, uh, there's so much power that comes in speaking uh, what, you're, what you're challenged with or speaking what you're struggling with, with someone. Again, someone you trust, someone that, you know, is going to keep it to themselves. This is a personal conversation. And, but you bring it out from the dark. You bring it out into the open and it is, light is the best uh, yeah, sanitizer yeah absolutely and so um 
you know, we all, we're all in this together though, when it comes to this challenge of making better decisions and life, life is too darn short to continue to live in the mire of our poor decisions. Now I'm going to say something. And if you're new to the podcast, you won't get it. So <laughs> go back to podcast 11 and watch the next nine podcast. Yep. Uh, listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of podcasts. A little horse impression. <laughs> but <laughs> the antidote, I know you want to speak. Give me a second. Yeah, I went. <coughs> I went. I was over you. You know, this is, 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 is Saturday in, in March and 12, 22 years ago. I went here. That's when you were making, you pulled up the video. Of you, uh, video online. You making the. Right here the, in this room? Yeah, right here. The Star Wars. Yeah, and walk. Nice. Making the Star Wars podcast right there. The Star that's Wars awesome. video. Yeah, and that's because he's moving in the air. He's uh, watching the video line. Yep, I moved the desk over here. And yeah. you made the video to go online. I remember seeing it. Back. But back from commercial break. Yeah, he's <clears throat> he's learning about about gods and uh, dog night, uh, dog night and gods and line and and he's the path. In the mm. past. That's awesome. And, yeah, he's he he's kind of always playing. And around and and on the guys and they call him and orders the sixty six movie come out. Sixty six. And this is 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 that was nineteen years come out. Oh, it came out nineteen years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. you did a you did a review on it. Yeah, yeah, this is Daisy Blossom and TV hmm? movie come out. Yeah, that was in, uh, You reviewed all the Star Wars. All them, that was in there. Revenge of the Sith, Last Hope. You did hope. all. It was a it was a three hour three festival. Hours hour. Yes. Now in the in the video, you said. Um, we were to do two things. You remember what you told the, you said, it's simple. Yeah. Remember it, what you said? Yeah, he's, 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 she's, she's giving her hands and babies, all your boy. Yeah, but in the video you said, love God, love people. And God, love people. That's it. That's it. Whoa. That is actually... How you can live your life when you get rid of bad decisions and simplify things and free yourself up to do the two most important things that you can do. The most important decision that you can make is to love God and love people. Yeah. What a what a great you talk about finding true joy, true happiness is living in the freedom of being able to just live every day loving God. So if you're going to love God, you're going to spend time. Thinking about him, wanting to, to be in his presence, 
loving God, and then naturally that flows into loving others. When you have this part right, this part flows into loving others. So, And by this part, Mike is pointing up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> this part, our connection, our relationship with God, when we yes. have this part right, yes, then it naturally connects with us and flows out. And that, that is the exact opposite of decision-making from how we make bad decisions, urgent, emotional, under the influence. We're, yeah. we're living in fear. We're letting our emotions rule us, get the better of us. We're listening to, uh, most often, if it's a bad decision, we're listening to other people. We're fearing what they will think or say. We're worried about what they Now, you said a couple of weeks ago, um, which is kind of mind-blowing, um, and sometimes when you blow my mind, I'm just, like, stunned, and I, I don't show it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he just slapped me in the face. But you said, imagine how many relationships could be saved if you walked into that situation and looked at it and said, what's my role in all of this? Mm -hmm. And stayed there. Sure. And that is the exact opposite decision making than what Paul has laid out here. What is my role and how do I love God and love people mm -hmm. then make your decision sure and it's probably going to be a different decision oh yeah and you talk about the challenge of living under under our circumstances that those are a whole lot better circumstances to live with and then you can in, be happy with a, a bread bag oh yeah <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> and you you just <clears throat> You know, one of the things that I highly recommend, I mean, I highly recommend this, is if you want to have a better perspective on just how blessed you are and to have your perspective help you with your priorities, go volunteer at Meals on Wheels. It is so amazing it to is. watch how... People, they, they light up when you bring them something that they, they really, and, and, it's, and it's more the visit than it is the food. Yeah. It's more the showing them that somebody cares. It's more the, the showing them that, you know, they, they call it a wellness visit. Well, it's a it's a, a caring visit. It's a compassion visit. It's a, it's a love visit. And it's huge. And everybody should have that opportunity to do that. We've got, and they're all over. In uh, church the other day, you were saying July is going to be different. Yep. Um, the services for the five Sundays in July are going to be different. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of following along that same concept there. Absolutely. That Jesus met with people over meals. Yep. A great deal. Yeah, that's right. We're for the listening audience out there in July, Grace Point will be doing one service every Sunday. Yep. 10 a.m. Immediately followed by a meal. Yep. We're going to get the family together. We're going to, it's, it's going to be full. I mean, yeah. it's going to be standing room only, but it kind of like I, I said, I know I said it in the first service. I don't know if I said it in the second last week, but you know, the whole idea is, is we might want to get used to standing room only because the idea is that that's what we want heaven to look like. Right. 
I'm sure there's plenty of space up there. <laughs> but we want it to be crowded. That That's our goal. Yes. That so many people know about the love of Jesus that they they know and they, they desire not just to go to themselves, but we take as many people with us as we can. And, and that, you know, Ryan said in his video, love God, love people. That's it. Yep. Yeah. And yep. that that truly all it is. That is all it is. That yep. is that is the, the, the cornerstone of it all. Churches and with the capital C, the corporate churches, the people, they make it all weird. Yeah. yeah. They make it awkward and weird and and complicated. And complicated. And it's it's actually very simple. Yeah. So do do us a favor. Real quick, because this just warmed my heart. It was when you shared your observation of Ryan and his friends as they were bowling. Mm. Uh, because that kind of <clears throat> speaks to all of this uh, in terms of just simplifying your life. And it comes from making better decisions. Uh, but just what you've learned from your relationship and observing Ryan and his awesomeness. Well, yeah, that uh, that story about when he was doing the Special Olympics bowling. Yeah. And everybody showed up to the bowling alley, and they had their bowling balls and yeah. their bowling 26, shoes. 16 years. Yep. And they, you know, run to the their bowling lane. They would, you know, drop their balls, start getting on their shoes. They're hugging each other, happy to see each other, haven't seen each other in three days. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. And they're all they're all smiling. They're all just happy to be there, and not a single one sat down. <laughs> they hover, huddle around the ball return, yeah, and and patting each other on the back, and they're they're looking up at the the scoreboard where the names are, and yeah, over there where the names are. They're looking up at the scoreboard where the names are, and they're. <laughs> They're figuring out who goes next, and they would, you know, read somebody's name like, "Oh, it's Ryan." Yeah. And they run, grab Ryan, and you know, very happily tell him, "It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn." And then Ryan run over and get his ball, and he'd line up. He'd hold that ball up in the air, and he'd line up and tongue out, and he'd do his best approach and throw the ball, strike a pose, <laughs> and it would. <laughs> yeah and it, it was just a a shucks a snap of the finger mm-hmm. and then run straight back to the ball shoot and you know eight kids got their head down in the ball shoot waiting for ryan's ball to come back yep get it and do it all again mm. and, and there was no anger there was no disappointment there was no sadness there was no getting down on themselves that moment is now gone standing in front of me right now is another chance to knock those pins down boom and and if they got one if they got a strike it was the same thing yeah if you hit the pins the celebration was on they would all jump and clap and yell and go hug each other and as i was watching all of that that to me you know that was a a fully encompassing snapshot of all four of these fundamentals Mm, mm -hmm. they were living in the present moment they weren't 
thinking about what happened two seconds ago. Sure, yeah. Let alone five years ago. They weren't worried about what other people thought, about how they looked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't care what you know how they looked to other people, if they looked silly or not silly, if they looked cool, not cool. And they weren't worried about what tomorrow was going to bring. They were living in that moment and inside that moment, the only thought in their head was, I want to do well. Yeah. And, and there was no, you know, I have to do this. I got to be a good bowler. I have to hit these pins. And there's no worrying about what happens if I don't hit the pins. What, what if my score doesn't measure up? And sure. Definitely no negative thinking. There's yeah. no don't wants, didn't, none of that. It was simply, it boils down to those two concepts. In this moment, it's the only thing I control and how am I going to think about all of this? And they were 100% laser locked in on what they wanted. Hmm. And, and so when they're bowling, that's what they're thinking. And, and that was completely evident. But then the people around the bowler were doing the same thing. Yeah. They were in that moment and they wanted their friend to do well. Yep. And if their friend missed, ah, there's a little bit of disappointment, but there was instant encouragement sure and, yeah. and hugging and patting on the back and and do it again do it again yeah <laughs> and then the next moment they're back up there ready to go again and everybody is filled with hope that this is the time and you know there's that movie where uh, dumb and dumber my favorite movie <clears throat> at the end when you know, the character, Jim Carrey's character, says to the beautiful ladies, is there a chance that <laughs> a girl like you and a guy like me could end up together? And she mm-hmm. says, one in a billion. Yep. And he smiles and says, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> you're telling me there's a chance. And what better way to live life? Yeah. What better way to live life? Live in the moment. Focus on what you want. And when you, like you were saying earlier, when you you pull inside you and say, what do I want? Suddenly that door opens up Mm -hmm. for God to now speak to you. Yep. I've got a plan for you. Yep. You want to know my plan? Yep. You want to serve me? Yep. And you know, so I'll just share this thought. It's okay to be okay with making decisions on who you have around you. As a matter of fact, it's critical, I think. Sure. And it's okay to, I'm I'm leading up to that it's okay to love some people from a distance. Sure. If you find yourself surrounded with people who don't want you to do well, that might be a really good place to start. Loving some folks just from a distance. Sure. Doesn't mean you have to hurt them. Doesn't mean, but you can certainly quit allowing them to influence, have influence over you that you're just giving away. And again, because misery loves company, some people are just not going to want you to, to succeed because that means you're going to be stepping away from the, the, the lack of success that they're experiencing. Oh, yeah. And that might be hard to hear. And that may be the majority of the relationships that you're <laughs> in right now. But it's critical for us to, again, 
recognize what and who we're under the influence of. And, and when we have that freedom, when we give ourselves that freedom to make those kinds of decisions, what you're talking about is developing boundaries. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And then setting limits on yourself. You don't set limits on other people. You can't control them. Yep. That's right. You identify the boundaries so you know what you're responsible for, mm -hmm. me, myself, and I. Once you decide what those boundaries are, you then set limits on yourself. How much influence and power am I going to give that other person over my life? And, yep. and certain people you may allow to have more influence over your life. Sure. And other people you may decide it's probably best to step back and give them less influence. Absolutely. And all of this also uh, leads us to being a, a better uh, influence is one thing. Uh, it's, it's a better motivator. It's a better, like, think about what influence you have on others. Sure. Are you a healthy influence in their life? And if not, admit it. Yeah. Admit that there are some things that you want to change. And start with you. Lead by example. Yeah, absolutely. So, Good stuff, Ryan. Good stuff. Thanks so yeah. much for being here today, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. I, I win the Special Olympics basketball game. Special Olympics basketball. He's a, he's a basketball right. star. Nice. Well, we're going to wrap up now. Yeah. So thank you, Ryan, for being our special guest today. And if we're lucky, we may get to see you again next week here. Beautiful. On Just These Guys, would you like to do it again? One more time? Yeah, like. Yeah? With Pastor Mike? Heck yeah. Let's do it. So yeah. look into that camera and say, I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan Parker. I'm, I'm, I'm CA Pastor. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the crash course pastor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he is. I'm Mike. <laughs> and I am Lance. And we are just these guys, you know. Thank you for tuning in today. And we'll catch you next week. Have an awesome week. Next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>